From the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for September 27th, 2022. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, then you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless. Unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive. Natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next day at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, good evening, hockey fans. Indeed, it is Tuesday night. It's time for College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a cloudy and overcast Denver, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York, where it's probably a balmy 80 degrees. Sun is down now, and uh, it's just a gorgeous day on the island. Um, It actually was pretty nice. Well, it wasn't guess. 80. It wasn't 80. I, I, I mean, we could get more of those days, but I don't really see that. You know, we are hitting the end of September. Yeah, um, it's hockey we, season. I know we get games this week. This is this is this is awesome. The um, I, I I know that the guys that get paid uh, the big money are playing this week. But those are exhibition games. Nobody cares about those. Yeah, yeah, you're I right. Mean, you you're right. You don't, you don't see the lineup at all, except for maybe the last preseason game. Whenever they have that, um, no, no, nobody. I mean, uh, <laughs> the Islanders have played last night and they played tonight. I have no idea. I haven't watched a second of it. I heard a lot of people complaining. There's always people complaining. What the hell? That's nothing new. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, today was a quick stop at uh, Magnus Arena to visit with a couple of pioneers, the head coach, right. Carter Mazur. Then it was a right. quick hustle down uh, I-25 to uh, the Air Force Academy, where I spent most of the afternoon um, right. talking with head coach, or head coach, <laughs> uh, not the head coach who was under no. the weather and not there tonight. But uh, I had a chance to visit with uh, associate head coach Joe Doyle. So right. Joe and I had a great conversation, and uh, they named their captains this morning. So I had uh, Luke Rowe and Willie Rhyme with me as well. Uh, Willie Willie's Minnesotan, so you got to throw that in there, right? Uh, of course. <laughs> but I assume. I mean, uh, I, if if I assume that those guys were given letters because, of course, they, they are. are. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Luke wore one last year. I think Willie might have had an A for, if not all of the season, part of the season. But they're co-captains this year. And, yeah, not uh, surprised. Blake Bride uh, going to wear the A. And really? Luke Robinson, I think it's Luke Robinson, the, the junior the junior or sophomore this year. I can't remember Luke. Uh, anyways, uh, the other one wearing an A. So they're excited about it. It was uh disappointing obviously not to have frank but boy joe joe knows his stuff and when the preview comes out you'll understand uh why the inter interview with joe was so much fun um 
That building, Paul, they're yeah. renovating it more. Um, really? So there's construction going on, driving uh, poor Dave Taller crazy uh, because he has to uh, negotiate around things. But man, oh man, they had their uh, season ticket holder event tonight. Right. I was there at, uh, well, they started practice late today so that the uh, the fans could watch. And this I thought was pretty cool. They They let the season ticket holders come in and I believe pick a seat. And then they were able to stay and watch practice, but not only watch practice, but um, Andy Berg narrated it. He told them what they were doing in each drill. It was really cool. He had the had the mic, the wireless mic, and it was coming over the loudspeaker, and he was going like, "Okay, this drill, we do this because we want to do this, and we want it to be like this." And it was it was so cool. Really, I don't think I've ever seen that, or at I least have, even heard of it. No, I have not. I have not. But uh, from what I saw, the fans that were there were loving it. Um, you know, Paul, really at Air Force, in their goaltending position, it's really a blessing. You know that? How long have you been? St- <laughs> How long has that one been in the chamber ready for you to? Oh, my God. Seriously? <sighs> I asked. I asked. Uh, Jesus. I asked Joe about that today, and he said, um, you know, almost everybody's coming back except Schilling, and I think we're going to be pretty good. And then I said, whoa, 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 slow down here, buddy. You can't just gloss over uh, Alex Schilling. He goes, I didn't mean to do that. But he said, uh, you know, you go to college, it's four years usually, and you're gone, and uh, we have to adjust. We have to get better. We've got four goaltenders. And he said, uh, are they going to be Alex Schilling? Maybe not. But he said, uh, there's another way to uh, make sure you get the best results, and that is that you're going to um, you're going to play good defense in front of them and uh, not not make him have to make the Alex Schilling-type saves. Well, you know, as, as they went into the season last year, you know, we had had that discussion that they were a very young team. Um, Schilling was the only senior. I don't even think they have a lot of seniors this year, but what they all have is another year of experience. They have a few seniors, but they're loaded with juniors and sophomores. And, you know, they were, I'm not the only one that thinks they're going to have a really good season. Blessing doesn't have to be at the Alex Schilling level because the team is better. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, the one thing that was kind of the, the point um, with all three interviews today was they, uh, I think, and they think, and I think you also think, that's a lot of thanks, anyway, um, that uh, they will start off faster than the, uh, shall we say, average Air Force team because of that depth and experience that they got last year. So it's not going to take them as long to get up to speed. I think they have six freshmen. And uh, the guys have been working together and and uh, trying to bring everybody up to speed. And I asked uh, Willie Rhyme about that, and he said, "You know what? If we don't, we're going to be disappointed if we don't get a faster start than we've had in the past." Well, so listen. here's the question, Paul. Here's the question. Then then you can make your comment. Okay. So last year you were on the bandwagon that that was going to be the year, or could possibly be the year that Atlanta Cocky would get two teams, an automatic bid and another team in. Okay, I think this year, Paul, it's realistic, really realistic. Because if you look at what Air Force is going to do in their non-conference schedule, if they have any type of success at all, they're going to jump into the uh, pairwise rather quickly. Like they'd be in the top 20 um, quickly. If that happens, here's the beauty of it. Um, they, uh, they then can can focus on just winning hockey games down the stretch because they're going to have a comfort zone. Um, I, I just think, and I think the guys think that the, there's a realistic chance that they could do it. Well, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens uh, with Air Force. They are, as we know, they said, uh, normally they're a team that starts off slow and builds up towards the end of the season. Um, and no one, or at least we don't expect that to happen this year. And clearly 
Um, the other coaches in Atlantic hockey don't expect that to be the case either. So, uh, you know, AIC almost was in that top 16. Uh, they were pretty darn close for most of the year. Um, it turns out they won the tournament anyway. But it would have been very interesting to see, uh, had they maintained it, that that pace that they were on. They lost a late season game, and I can't remember who they lost it to. Um, I'd have to really go back and look. Um, but um, they were really, really close to that top 16, especially... Uh, they got so hot at the end of the season, you know, once conference play started. Um, you know, they had the – they split a series with Niagara and had like a two-game losing streak in late February, an over uh, a shootout loss and, 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 a, and a loss at Mercyhurst, which really did them in in terms of having them having a chance to be in the top 15 – and getting a, an at-large bid. Um, that league's going to be much tougher this year. Um, you know, they're going to see the effects of the portal and the extra year in, in a good way for them. Uh, because, you know, it's going to be where they're going to be competitive right away. Um, Air Force, we know, is going to be competitive right away because they are an older team than they normally have been. Uh, Sacred Heart is picked second in that league. And so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how it manifests itself. You know, Air Force plays at Sacred Heart late in the season. Uh, they'll be in their new building by then. They once again are an experienced team. Uh, there are uh, a few more seniors on that roster than there are on Air Force, but they are a, they have a very balanced class too, and they're going to get a boost because once again, you know, you're going to get that building boost, um, and you know they play enough non-conference games against pretty good teams to where if they can get a few of those. You know, they're, they're playing at Providence. They're playing Merrimack at home and at Cornell. They, they got an early December game against Northeastern. Um, they play New Hampshire and BC. And I think that BC game is their, their building opener. So, you know, um, and they're also going to have the annual Connecticut Ice Tournament where they'll play either Yale or Quinnipiac. Or who's the fourth team? Or UConn. So Look at you have, digging have, up the East Coast tournament stuff. I love it. Well, that's um, that's a, a a tournament that started a couple of years ago um, on uh, the uh, on SNY, which is the regional channel that the Mets are on. <laughs> um, now it's all coming together. Now well, we know listen, why. <laughs> uh, listen. You know, no, but they they show all the games, though, which is nice. Right. <laughs> I love it. So, um, well, anyway, getting back to Air Force. Right. Which is where I was this afternoon. Right. Um, uh, they had their practice, as I said, with the uh, season ticket holders there and had a chance to watch them. They looked they looked solid. They looked right. uh farther along than they were last year at this time, if I can, uh, my eyes can tell me that. Um, I would hope but so. I work, here's what I think. I, I think that the icebreaker, and Joe is quick to remind me that the last time they played in the icebreaker hosted by Denver, they won it um, against Ohio State and somebody else. So uh, he said, our intentions are to do the same thing. So we'll see. Wow. But there's Notre Dame and Maine coming, uh, coming to the Rocky Mountains. You know, then they, they, they... I, I mentioned to him about, um, I, I noticed in early January, you're going to be making a trip to Tempe, Arizona. And he goes, is there yes. ever a bad time to go to Tempe, Arizona? 
not in my book, but what do I know? <laughs> so anyway, I don't uh, mind they, going uh, in the summer either. So <laughs> anyway, they uh, well, well, look at Air Force because they get Boston U first, and then they get the you know either Michigan Tech or Arizona State. So there's four games, Paul, that are that are we call them pairwise games. Well, listen, I mean they've got you know they've got a chance to make a dent as well with their non-conference schedule. You know, Maine, Notre Dame in that icebreaker, two at Lindenwood, always tough to win on the road. Uh, home and home with Colorado College. Uh, Anchorage comes down for two. And then, the, you know, the the, des- the, the, the Desert Classic uh, with BU and whoever they play in the second game. Um, those, that's, those, you want to call them pairwise games? You can do that because that's, that's, Winning some of those games will get you some big time pairwise points. Yep, and then do your thing in the uh, in the uh, conference, and uh, you've got a shot. You've got a chance to be in that top sixteen, I think. Yeah. So we'll see it's... what happens. That was uh, the discussion today. Um, before we uh, go any farther, I want to play you a, a quick clip. It's only two minutes and thirty three seconds with David Carl today, because okay. I want you to hear the the, the game plan for how he's approaching playing an exhibition against UNLV. So uh, here it is, David Carl from uh, earlier today. All right, it's fun to hear. Uh, week three of training camp ends with an exhibition against UNLV. We've talked in, uh, in length about this, so I'm not going to really go into that. I just want to know what your mindset is for this, because when this one's over, it starts for real, and I mean really real with the icebreaker, right? Yeah, for sure. I think we're, we're looking forward to this week, and... Um, just trying to replicate a game week best we can, and um, we'll do kind of an inner squad uh, type scrimmage on Friday night, uh, kind of run through our Friday routine, and then get into Saturday playing UNLV, try to replicate that back-to-back uh, look that we'll have uh, the following week for the icebreaker with Notre Dame and Maine. So it's a really good way, I think, to end uh, the three-week camp and, and get ourselves prepared for the start of the regular season a week later. I asked you media day about uh, Justin being named your captain and uh, how true of a pioneer he really is. But talk about the other guys, especially Carter Mazur. I just had a chance to visit with him. And uh, he's really stepped up his role, hasn't he? Yep. No, he has a lot. Um, and, yeah, all, all four guys wearing letters. Or, uh, they're wearing them for a reason. And they, they all bring something different, you know, to the table from a leadership perspective, um, particularly to Carter. And, and you asked about him. I just think it's his daily um, competitive spirits. And, um, you know, he's been a leader before history of it which i think is helpful at this level but he, he's a natural and ultimate competitor um in practice and in games and similar to the other guys that are wearing letters for us but i think that's one of the things that separates him i had a nice conversation with uh, the associate coach up at uh, anchorage and he was telling me about kyle mayhew and how much they loved him up there and loved his attitude and um, i'm guessing you feel the same way about him coming back as well yeah, for sure. Uh, brings a lot to the table. Has been through a lot. Um, has really had to, to work for everything he's gotten here within the program. And I think because of that, he has his teammates and, and the coaching staff's respect. And, um, you know, going into his fifth year, I think we're, we're excited to see him take even more steps with his maturity um, out the rink, away from the rink. And I think he'll be a great uh, person wearing a letter for us. And someone who plays in a lot of big situations for us, we leaned upon heavily. Tough decision for you, I'm sure, to choose a goaltender, or is it for, for this weekend? Uh, yeah, I mean, both guys will see some minutes. Um, so, yeah, it'll be good to, to get everyone's mice and um, have that opportunity to evaluate them under a game setting. David, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank So that was a little snippet from uh, head coach David Carl as he prepares. I thought it was neat, Paul, that he uh, – he just flat out said, you know, we're going to try to replicate, uh, replicate um, as much of a normal game week as we could, even though the game isn't until Saturday and it's an exhibition. They're still going to play Friday night in, uh, in an inter-squad game and try to make it uh, as close to what a normal weekend series in college hockey is like. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I, I also like the idea that, you know, he's going to play both of his goalies um, because – as you know, in a lot of hockey practices, the goalie is probably the furthest away from any sort of real 
situation. And, you know, you want to get your goalies that feel for being on the ice, uh, especially early. Uh, listen, when, when, when it comes time to playing, is, is it going to be Magnus Krona? Yeah, it's going to be. I don't, I don't think anybody questions that. Um, uh, Matt Davis will see some, some time during the year. But, you know, let, let's face it, right? Right now, it's uh, Magnus Krona's net. I know you're a big fan of Matt Davis. Um, Got the pom-poms and the jersey to show it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but you want to make sure he gets some ice time. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's a good opportunity you in know, an exhibition. That's what you use it for, right? Exhibition, and, and I guess depending on how the season opener against Notre Dame goes. Maybe you see Matt Davis against Maine in one of the nine, you know, in one of those games. Um, you know, Don't as you forget look down, that, that icebreaker, those games count. They're for real. Uh, no, no, I get that. Okay. Just, that's, why just I, it out I, there. that's why I said it the way I said it, <laughs> that pending how it goes, you might see Matt Davis. Okay. Nice, nice job of not saying anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mr. Because, Commitment. <laughs> well, because you look at it. Do you, do you expect Davis to play in the two games at UMass? No, no not really. Not. No. Um, you know that David Carl is not going to let Nate Lehman and Providence get one up on him. So, if you don't play in one of those icebreaker games, you might not play for another month until the end of the month at Miami, but we know how Denver struggles at Miami no matter what, for whatever reason. Well, um, I mean, I'm going to tell you that this roster is still the very best that I've seen <laughs> in the well, seven years that we've been covering this. I mean, uh, and and it was evident again today. I'm talking to Carter Mazur, and I said, geez, you've got a lot of speed. And he goes, oh, yeah, we got a lot of speed. I said, faster than last year? He goes, oh, yeah, faster than last year. And then he goes, you know, Jared Wright is something else. And I'm going like, are you kidding me? You're like the fourth person that's told me that Jared Wright is is just unbelievable in speed. And he goes, he's the fastest guy on our team. I'm going like, are you kidding me? This freshman that comes in, he's the fastest guy. He goes, yep, then it's not close. Well. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, I mean, to have the speed is great, but, you know, it'll it'll still take him, if he's a normal freshman, still going to take him, um, it takes even the best of freshmen time to get adjusted to this the speed of the next level <laughs> having all the speed it, helps even if you're too, even if you're too fast for the next level <laughs> yeah well you know you might have to adjust you might have to slow it down a little bit to, well to stay yeah you know you might get hit <laughs> and, and there was no talk as so far about aiden thompson he's the best kept secret out there um be careful, fans. If uh, if you miss watching Aiden Thompson play hockey, you're going to be sorry because that kid is going to be a star. Um, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to take anything away from anybody else in that roster, but boy, oh boy, that, that kid is – he's you want a center. You want a center that can work it both ends of the ice, win the face-offs, go up and down the middle of the ice. Take Aiden Hill. Uh, Aiden Hill. Yeah, <laughs> Aiden Tom. Freshman. Don't, don't take Aiden Hill. He's a goalie and doesn't doesn't wow. play very well. <laughs> He'd be a good college goalie. <laughs> yeah, I think we can bring him back. Anyway, um, but once again, still a freshman. Yeah, come on. So, so let me round round things up here to uh, to uh, round things back again to Air Force. Uh, the first three previews I did, and I've done um, four now of our seven. The first three I thought. Three goaltenders look pretty good. Three goaltenders look pretty good. Three goaltenders look pretty good. Then I get to Air Force. Guess what Frank uh, Saratori was? A goaltender. 
Guess how many Frank has? Four. Fifteen? Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got four four pretty solid ones. And uh, Joe was saying it, it it's going to be interesting to see how Frank shapes his goaltenders, I think, was the word that he used. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, 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 it really is. I I I guess I I'm, I'd still be shocked if if it's not Guy Blessing um, with the first shot at the net. I mean, could those will will those other guys play? I'm sure, at some point that they will, because you, you know most of the time you have to. Uh, it, it's at some point. Goalies get tired. Um, you know who he goes with after that. I don't know, but I—I I mean, and I'm not making the decisions. And you know, as as much as I like to think I know, and I admit it's not much, but I make it sound better than. <laughs> you played the part well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Blessing is going to get the first shot. And, you know, whether he has a short leash or not, I don't know. I don't know either. But I think uh, whoever plays goaltender for Air Force is going to have it much easier than Alex Schilling had it during his four years because I think this team is is going to reduce shots. Uh, they're not going to give up a lot of quality shots. And uh, they're, they're going to play for their goaltender, if you can uh, – Pardon that phrase, but that's that's what they're going to do, and they're going to try to do it. Okay, let's take uh, one more second here. Let me play you about four minutes and 15 seconds of my interview with uh, Carter Mazur today because I think this is interesting um, in, in some of the things that he said. So here comes Carter Mazur, the uh, alternate captain for uh, the Denver Pioneers. to our game and I feel like that's a big part of our game to add that to 
just have the speed. I feel like the game's starting to turn that way. So I have people like Jared Wright. He's an unbelievable skater. He's probably the fastest skater I've ever seen. It's crazy. Yeah, so he's fast. Uh, we just got a bunch of fast guys in the locker room. So to have that is just a massive upside, I would say. Talk about your role uh, wearing the letter now. So you lost some really good leaders last year with Bobby and, and Cole and guys like that. But how do you uh, how do you really step in? Or is there anything you need to do to lead this team? I honestly say I'll just stay the same way I was last year. I feel like there's really nothing I need to add. We have a great captain in Justin Lee. He knows what he's doing here. He's been here many years. And then Kyle May here, fifth year, been here a lot. So I feel like just sticking to the same strict script we had last year will be pretty per perfect. And then I would say just learning from all the other guys from last year, just bring what they had. Like Cole Gutman, he brought a lot to our team. I lead him by example. Bobby Brink. So just, just – Taking advice from them whenever I could. So, all right, Colorado, the state of champions. I was uh, watching the Avalanche in preseason the other night. Something stood out to me, so I want to ask you about it too. I saw uh, JT Comfort score a goal, and it looked like his chest was pumped out, like he could score on anybody. Does, does it feel that way after you win a national championship? You feel like, hey, we can go beat anyone out there? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Yeah, like I feel like it is, but I can't really say that. I haven't played a game yet, but it, it's really you're going to get everyone's best game. And, something that I really care about, so that'll be fun. Carter Rager, thanks for the time. Good luck this weekend. Good luck this season. Thank you. So there you go. Carter Mazur doesn't know if his chest is pumped out fully yet and that he's ready to just blow people away in NCAA hockey. Well, I mean. <laughs> I put him on the spot, didn't I? I mean, what's he supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah, we you know, <laughs> now I put you on the spot. No, I just, gee, you know, I, I don't expect him to, to look past anybody. Um, and that includes you and LV, but you know, uh, it's an exhibition and you know, the part they got right is UNLV is going to give them everything they have. And, you know, I'm sure that once the, the, the game starts, that Denver will do what it does. You know, and at the same time, though, I mean, with all due respects, there's an enormous talent difference. And, you know, just win a, win a shift, then try to win the next one. You know, uh, it, you know, the first period might be close. But eventually between the talent difference and the altitude. Yeah, 5280. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's uh, from the uh, Denver side of things. I, I wanted to get out there just to find out uh, what the uh, reigning national champions uh, were thinking coming into this. And like I said, I, I looked through some history, hockey history, and I don't think I've ever heard of a defending national championship NCAA team playing uh, an ACHA team to open the season. So, right, and well, a good one. And a good ACHA. Not just a yeah, said, This one is uh, one of the top. I think I mean listen nothing against uh some of the Canadian schools that are playing exhibition games this weekend uh for example you know Providence is playing a Canadian college and uh the green and white team there you're are the fighting Sioux oh, I'm sorry uh Hawks um <laughs> playing Manitoba uh, Maine is playing PEI I mean you know Good for, you know, good for for these guys. You know that I, I, I know of uh, some other teams that probably wish they were playing an exhibition game, or had a chance to play one, but <laughs> yeah. wasn't able to work it out. Some teams or a team. <laughs> well, some teams. You know, I don't. <laughs> I have to assume that there was more than one. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's take a break and let's come back and then let's uh, kind of go through these games again this weekend because I know it's the start of the season. I know there's some exhibitions. Don't tell that to Frank Saratori at Air Force. 
But um, uh, there, there's some good matchups, Paul, and I think we're, we're really going to see um, what what everybody's got right out of the gun, if you uh, if you want to put it that way. Or uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be back in about three four minutes and uh, get this thing rolling. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player, or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Sooners Hockey returns to Arctic Edge Ice Arena in Edmond to open up WCHL play against Colorado this weekend. Come celebrate our 20th anniversary season as we help fight ovarian cancer and childhood leukemia this Friday and Saturday. Pre-game presentations start at 7.30 with puck drop at 7.45. Tickets are available at the door for only $10 per person. And as always, OU students and youth players who wear their jerseys get in free. For more information, go to OUHockey.net. 20 years of Sooners Hockey, the action you crave, only faster. Question, comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. College Hockey West Live is coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. Indeed it is. College Hockey West Live. It's Tuesday night. This is where it all started. Scott Strandy with you in Denver, Colorado. Paul Hornstein joining me from Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, we have a new sponsor. A new uh, corporate partner, if you will. Uh, Okay. Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners are on board oh, okay, uh, with, yeah, our well, AC, yeah. with our ACHA program. So I had to play their ad. Well done on the read for them. I know they loved Thank it. You. So um, good good stuff. I love it. Well, you know, we do our best. You know, <laughs> I, I, okay. 
I appreciate um, the I appreciate the the love. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was well done and done uh, very quickly for them when they sent it over to you. I know you pounded it out as quickly as you could, and we appreciate that. I'm sure they appreciate that because tomorrow night is a great West College Hockey podcast, and uh, that will be uh, something to behold, if you will. I'm before we jump into the weekend. Um, can I play? Can I play my interview with the, the two assistant coaches? From uh, <laughs> from Colorado College yesterday after the golf tournament. Do I have a choice? No, I'm going to okay. play it. Here it comes. Right here at the uh, Friends of CC Golf Tournament, the uh, first annual one, Kissing Camels Golf. But why not bring in the two assistant coaches for the Tigers, John Lidget, Peter Menino? Guys, uh, tell me about today. How was it? John, kick her off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I actually golfed today. Yeah. So. Pete stood in the sun all day and just heckled people, but we had a great day. Greg Capel stuck it within about two feet, one closest to the pin, so it was a really good day, and we had a lot of fun. hope everyone had as much fun as our group did, and you know, it was awesome event to have everybody out here. Nice to see the support. You guys had about over 100 people out there, 124, something I heard, but uh, building support is key, isn't it? Yeah, big time. I think uh, the way Mayotte was talking about the numbers that we were projecting to the actual turnout was, uh, you know, unbelievable. So he got emotional talking about it because that, but that's that's big after only one year together to see people getting behind the program, wanting to help us. Uh, it was huge. So it was a great turnout, great day. Weather was unbelievable. Any other recruits watching, that's what you get every day. Okay, so you guys know my co-host on the podcast. He thinks you're not getting enough love out there, so he's beating the CC drums. Uh, I think you guys are going to get a home playoff series this year. That's how confident I am what you're doing. So, uh, what's the thoughts so far for the first couple of weeks of practice? And he's a ASU supporter, is that correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, Craig, did you hear that? All right. Uh, well, I'll say quickly, like, thank you, and we're excited about our group. Guys are working very hard. Uh, our incoming class and our returning players, uh, they're putting in a lot of the work here. So we're excited, and I know they're nipping to get out there and get the challenge of games ahead of them. John? Yeah, just ready to play. Unbelievable leadership like we talked last week, Scott. And it really just starts with with those guys, and it's really exciting as coaches to be around those guys every day and really excited to see how it all comes to fruition here on Saturday before we kick it all off for real against Anchorage here in a couple weeks. Okay, John, you're talking. Uh, you're going to talk about the school on the ice, and we're going to talk to Peter about the swag he got in the uniform. But, <laughs> there, uh, there, he's, yeah. the, he's the guy on that. But yeah. what have you seen, John, coming into this group? Because what I've seen for the last year or so is uh, quiet confidence, I'll call it. They, they seem like they're ready to take the next step. Yeah, a lot of guys that take a lot of pride in their individual gifts. We've got a lot of guys with a lot of uh, self-awareness that, know really take pride in what they do for us and for the program so that's probably the biggest thing that i've seen being here for my short period of time there's a lot of guys that take a lot of pride in what they do that pride on the ice bled over today i saw parents here from from a lot of guys coming from all over the place so cc pride is uh pretty high right now huh well even our alumni i mean yeah michael haney zaba i mean on and on Sharper, a bunch of guys are here uh, douglas Waite was in the house uh great people uh, yeah, you, it was the first question there with, with the support. That just shows everybody's behind it and they're here to support the, uh, the boys. And we're thrilled with that, absolutely. All right, Peter, tell us about the swag. Swag. New jerseys, it got to be good looking up. <sighs> yeah, I mean, they, they did a great job with the video, too. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the, the work there behind the scenes to get the production to showcase the hard work behind uh, the jersey reveal was phenomenal. You know, and, and listen, uh, that's a touchy. That's that's the biggest brand appearance that you see every single day is our jerseys. That's our game. We want to appear bold and, and showcase, you know, CC hockey. And uh, I, I think they did a great job. I know Mayo put a lot of time into kind of just working with those designs. We wanted to give it a good facelift. It's a little retro feel with the white ones, too. Yep. Uh, I remember back in the day playing against those jerseys. And, uh, you know, it's a statement in itself. And then the yellows, it's, it's right Right to the point. So uh, awesome. Uh, the guys are embracing them. They look goofy out there wearing right now in the, in the room there. But uh, it's, a, it's a big day having those updated jerseys in. And they got spoiled with swag. Recruits, again, a lot of swag. Nike Bauer, all within NCAA regulations. But they get a ton of it. It's great. I love it. 
All right, let's finish it up on this one. Uh, there's a new tiger I hear outside of Ed Robeson Arena. Tell us about that. <laughs> we haven't been able to see it. Yeah, we really? haven't. No, we were on that's the road. A, yeah, that's a male question. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, or D-Row. That's a D-Row question, D-Row, too. Sure. Yeah. D-Row. Yeah, maybe get him on the podcast yeah. next. But, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe there's, not, a, lot of, there's maybe a lot of people not. that really like it. And uh, it's an unbelievable gift. And a lot of people texted me and Nano when we were gone. And uh, can't wait to see it in person here tomorrow. Yeah. I want to awesome. give it a high five tomorrow. I love it. I love it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. So there you go. That's uh, the two assistant coaches from Colorado College, John Lidget and Peter Menino. Uh, Paul, uh, Peter was taking a little shot at you. Um, uh, first of all, uh, I, I am an ASU alum, so he's got to get that right. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said, I'm an ASU supporter. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, there's a difference. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll remind him if he's not listening or doesn't listen. He'll, uh, I'll remind him. I mean, and I in no way, um, in in my always attempt to be objective. <laughs> he did say thank you. you know, I know. I I get it. Um, and you know, if he wants to tell the coach. He wants to tell coach, you know, he wants to tell Greg Powers what I said. And, you know, the coach wants to come on here and, and refute it. And, you know, well, not refute it because he can't refute it, but he wants to interrogate what I meant by it. I'm more than happy to, to go over it with him. Well, in all fairness, we did invite the coach on tonight, but he had uh, prior engagement. So uh, we mm-hmm. did not get coach Powers as we had hoped for, but, um, anyway, so right here in the, uh, 45 mile radius of, of where I'm at, um, we had a chance to see all, or I've had a chance to see all three of the teams right now, as well as Arizona state about a month ago. And, um, well, not long ago. Uh, yeah, it was the end of the month. It was, uh, September or August 29th, I believe. But anyway, uh, so it was almost a month ago. Wow. Anyway, we, uh. Like I know it, it just, uh, I've been so many places that my head has spent tomorrow. I leave for Kansas city and then on to <sighs> Minneapolis. So, um, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, um, the beauty of what I'm seeing Paul is, and this was again, brought out today by uh, Joe Doyle at air force that the teams have gotten so much better. Even, even the players are saying, you know what? Uh, it's not watered down at all. I mean, there's, talented hockey players on every team as a matter of fact no, we know probably that feel more teams so well we know that that's that's the the, the yeah but we what know I'm that's saying, a fact we we know that but what i'm saying is other teams are noticing it too usually you're kind of focused on what you do and you're focused on maybe the teams that you're playing or maybe your conference teams but but guys around the country that i'm speaking to are are talking about uh, the quality of play everywhere in NCAA hockey. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been saying that for a bunch of years. I know now we that, have. I know we have. Well, I'm talking I think about it's been talked about. I mean, I, listen, I remember reading a few years before we started this that there was an article in the New York Times that talked about how there just aren't nearly enough stalls for college hockey, um, we know that the uh, the soon-to-be-retired Atlantic Hockey Commissioner has told a bunch of those schools that uh, were or are in the same league with others for other sports that that LIU is in that Northeast Conference. You know, they're kind of in no man's land at Division Two. Just he basically said, just. Go jump Division One and make yourself a conference, and you know, deal with the NCAA later. You know, and that would obviously up the 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 stalls and the lockers. Even if half of those teams go, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the teams mentioned in that in 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 his recommendation, they get three or four of them. We expect one, but. Um, if you get two or three of the other schools 
I mean, you know, that's another 60 lockers. Yep. You know, 70 lockers. That is correct. You know? But but my point being is, yeah, we need the lockers, but usually when you add teams, they, they become a little more watered down. And I'm not going to say that Lindenwood's going to go out and win the NCAA championship this year, but I don't believe that they're as watered down as they would have been had they tried to join 10 years ago, let's say. Um, I don't think so. Like I said, I mean, um, we are seeing the result now of the transfer portal and the, and, and, and COVID the extra years for COVID. Um, just look at, you know, we, we talked about air force and their young roster, even CC, you know, they, they have some seniors on their team, but they're, a, you know, they, they, they don't, you know, now they'll lose key guys in 23-24, but they'll have had a chance for those, for the freshmen and sophomores to kind of, you know, take their place, you know, where, where they have a chance to be, you know, ramp up their competitiveness too and, and try to sneak into that top three in the NCHC. Yeah, really good points. All good stuff. Um, okay, we got about nine, eight, nine minutes left, so let's uh, let's break this down. We'll start off where I'm headed. Um, I'll be watching Lindenwood play their first ever NCAA game right. uh, against the Golden Gophers um, at Mariucci Arena. We know what uh, a, the University of Minnesota has. Um, that's a highlight because of the historic nature of it. There's uh, some conference games this weekend, even. Yeah, which is there kind are. Of, uh, Bowling Green is playing at Northern. Okay, well, let's get to that. I didn't get to where I'm going this weekend. All I got to was Minneapolis. Well, we're going to get to it. I got to go a little farther north. I got to get on I-35 and drive about 150, 60 miles to Amsoil. The first time I right. will be in Amsoil Arena, and I can't wait. And uh, that'll be the Arizona State Sun Devils and the University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs on our Saturday-Sunday matchup. I'll be there for Sunday afternoon. We'll do the podcast live from Duluth, Minnesota on Sunday night. Yes, I cannot wait. Um, um, yeah, that's probably the marquee matchup of the weekend. Do you, Hey, do you want me to go out on the lake, uh, see if we can get a boat or something? I can go out and do the show on Lake Superior? I don't care where you – that's fine. <laughs> as long as you get hey, sick. And let me cares. also tell you, Paul, this is a scary thought. But I told you, every year that I was at the University of Minnesota Duluth and playing golf, there was a, uh, a conference tournament on the first weekend of October every single year. And guess what happened? It snowed or it froze or something dastardly happened on that weekend. Well, yeah. guess what weekend this is? The first better weekend you, of October. Better you than me. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what to pack tonight, and I'm thinking maybe I better pack a little warmer jacket just in case. Probably. <laughs> and no shorts. I'll take the shorts out. Don't think I'm going to need them. <laughs> Have you looked at the weather? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't dared. <laughs> okay. I'm a little afraid. But anyway, uh, so that's what can happen up in uh, in Minnesota. So those are the two games that I'll be at. What else do you got? Well, it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, uh, our buddies up in Fairbanks and Anchorage has some very interesting matchups this weekend. Um, you know, AIC going up to Fairbanks and Western Mission going up, Michigan going up to Anchorage uh, for Anchorage's first game back. Uh, that's a uh, th those will be interesting to watch because you want to see how, you know, they come back off the hiatus. Um, what else do we got? Uh, we have Minnesota the, the State. We got the crosstown rivals. Um, Air Force and Colorado College going at it. And by the way, I was just told as I was leaving Air Force by the right. SID at Colorado College that the game has been moved to Air Force for some reason. Okay. I don't know the reason yet. I just got the message. I haven't had a chance to reiterate why, but they are they were supposed to play it at Robeson. They are now playing it at Air Force. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Just some breaking news. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you don't know. know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't. I mean, good for Air Force. I I don't know. I mean, you know, it's not. It's not like it's a long trip for either team. <laughs> no, no. And uh, for one team, it's an exhibition, and for the other one, it's like it's a hockey game. Well, I don't care it. if it counts in the standings or not. It's a hockey game, and we want to win every hockey game we're in. Well, I I would assume that everybody feels that way, but <laughs> you know. um, it's just a, a it's a big mishmash. A bunch of teams playing exhibition games this weekend. Some teams playing games for real. Um, you know, you I started before I interrupted you with Minnesota State. So go ahead and tell us about that. Well, that's yeah, that's actually an exhibition game. They're playing at Omaha, which is kind yeah. of a weird. Yeah, I heard that, and I was like, what? Kind of a weird matchup for an exhibition game, but okay. What else you, know. you got? You got anything else? Anything um, else out there? Well, like I said, there's not a lot of, you know, it's just coincidence that, that uh, you know, I think that the teams we cover uh, are playing the more interesting games because there's not a lot of them that count, not non-exhibition games. Um you know, Ohio State is playing at Mercyhurst. You don't see that too often. Hopefully, they'll have some good crowds there. Um, Bentley gets a chance to go to Aganis and play at BU. St. Lawrence is playing at Lowell. Ferris is at Miami. St. Cloud is playing St. Thomas. I assume that's a home-and-home. Home. I would think. Yeah, I would yeah, think that it is. Um. And LIU is playing at Northeastern. So, I mean, you know, as you would expect, it's a mishmash on the schedule, basically, because, you know, some teams are playing for real. And then you get a full schedule next, you know, the week after when you're there at the icebreaker, et cetera. Yeah, good stuff. So, um, I have one bit of housekeeping I want to throw out there and a congratulatory um, little pat on the back for uh, a young gentleman that I met at the under 17s, Will Zellers, uh, another Minnesota product playing at Shattuck St. Mary's has decided to play his division one college hockey at Boston university. Yeah. So Will is going to be a terrier. I tweeted him and I said, "Will, now that you're going out there and you're being a big first class Eastern guy, is it going to be Will still, or will it be William? Because he told me, that it was really supposed to be William, but nobody calls him William except his mother when she's mad at him. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Otherwise, it's Will. So I said, well, well yeah. Uh, anyway, congratulations to Will. He uh, he he was outstanding during the uh, Five Nations, and uh, it was fun to visit with him. Oh, that's good. I mean, listen, I knew uh, since there's kind of no informal. Uh, listen, that's like. My mother used to, when my mother used to use my middle name, I knew there was a problem. <laughs> yeah, he said the same thing. When it came out, William, he knew what the pro- <laughs> he knew who she was talking to. Yeah, we didn't know what the problem was, but we knew there was a problem. So, so. we will get through this first weekend. Paul and I will wrap it up for you on Sunday night on College Hockey West Live, the Sunday edition. Uh, from I will be from anyway, uh, live from Duluth. Paul will be at. 10 feet below sea level and beautiful, spacious, palatial estate uh, out on Long Island, New York. So uh, hopefully the butler will will serve everything up cold and uh, keep those vocal cords ready. Well, yeah, but you won't you 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 won't be home. So you I don't you know, the (laughs) butler will have the day off. (laughs) Oh, you're so full of it. Anyway, um, uh, so that'll be how we will do Sunday night. Um, and then uh, next week we'll begin to preview what's coming up because it really starts for real, not to take anything away from this weekend, but I'm telling you the icebreaker coming out here and playing between Denver and air force with, with uh, Notre Dame and Maine, it'll be a really good test for both teams out here to, uh, to see how they match up with some, some teams that are ones getting votes. One is in the poll. Um, so that'll be interesting. And then our friends from Anchorage come down here to guess what? Take on the Colorado College Tigers. Well, listen, you know, 
Um, all the, it'll be, that'll be an interesting matchup just to see. Um, Colorado College will be a heavy favorite in those games, and that's not something they're used to. And that'll be a good test to see how they react to that. So. It will. Um, I also want to throw out a couple of shout outs tonight. Um, Dave, <laughs> Dave Toller over at, at Air Force, man, you are awesome. Uh, what a great job he did setting up the interviews. Uh, you would expect it from the military academy, but Dave just makes it uh, go to another level where they're on time. Man, if he says 2 o'clock, they're there at, you know, one fifty-eight. o'clock. No, they're there at one fifty-eight because they don't want to be late for 2 o'clock. And when he says 2.30, they're there at, you know, 2.28. So they're not late for 2.30. Uh, it, it's such a pleasure. Uh, I also want to shout out the fact that he just, he just unprovoked walks up to me and hands me the – season credential and says you're welcome whatever. here anytime which we always always appreciate i was telling him whatever it, it's well here's the thing though it doesn't sound like a big deal but it is a big deal because when you're covering seven ncaa teams 12 <sighs> to 14 acha teams and another 10 uh ahl teams you uh you appreciate the fact that you don't have to spend uh, half of a day scheduling out where you're going to be if there's a game you want to go see and you have the credential for it you can just go there people and, listen, uh, don't give a crap about this i know i know but but it does for me they and don't that's how we that's well, how we bring you quality and i just want to shout out dave because he uh he, he took that liberty on his own and uh he respects what we it. do and i really really appreciate it and i just want people out there to know that your air force sid is really on top of it and uh thanks dave i appreciate it yeah, that's fine. I appreciate it too. It makes it easy for me too. But uh, you know, um, like I said, it, that's um, you know, I'm not trying to take away from Dave at all. I'm just, you know, I, I appreciate you supporting him, and I'm sure he does too. Um, you know, I just once again, when you're the king, this is what happens. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Live, brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal today at your nearest Jets location. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at Liberty.edu. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available wherever you get your podcasts from, including the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will ask everybody to join us tomorrow night for another great West College Hockey podcast where we're going to welcome in Mr. 500. Kirk Candy, the, uh, the head coach at Liberty University, just picked up his 500th win Last weekend, I asked him, I said, how in the world do you do that at 30? He said, it's because I feel like I'm 29. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be uh, looking forward to chatting with uh, 
Kirk Handy. I believe we may be going a little early tomorrow, so uh, stay tuned. And, uh, of course, if you don't listen to it live, you're able to uh, download, as Paul just said, almost anywhere that uh, podcasts are available. You can find us at ITHSW Podcast. So look forward all to that. one word and subscribe. Yeah, please do. Got to make sure do. it's all one word. Yep. And then Paul and I will join you Sunday night with College Hockey West Live after the, the Arizona State UMD um, weekend series finale. I think I got it right. Okay, so that's what we'll do. Uh, We'll say goodnight, little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.